All right, welcome back to another episode of the Give Us a Spell podcast. Coming to you from sunny Monavale, Sydney's Northern Beaches. I'm with Chris. He's in Manly. Um, luckily, mate, we're talking about Melbourne racing because I find it very doubtful that Ramwick is going to go ahead this week. Yeah, mate, good track in Melbourne. Um, who cares about the, the rain? Uh, and look, thanks for having me back. I feel like Michael Klim... Uh, just when he got called back into the the relay team, just the rock, you know, just holding down the solid spot, get us off to a good start and um, try and back some winners, eh? Well, there's been no need to give you the punt yet, mate, yet, but there's a decent Caulfield meeting on and this is where it all gets a bit exciting. Um, there's a cracker of Might and Power race, which I'd love, I can't wait to hear uh, where you've gone. It's a, I reckon it's one of the best races of the year, to be honest, with the, with the field that's there. I think it's fucking outstanding. So uh, going from last week, um, last week was a bit of a uh, Flemington meeting. Um, going through a couple of results, I remember the first, and was that was a bit of a race where I think it was you were going to be, be pissed off where you don't get to see much of them, right? Like prior to this race, um, we ended up just, or we, you ended up just saying, um, just back to Godolphins, I think they were 15 bucks the field. I think there was two two of them going around and one got scratched and the other one won, which was Zulu, Zulfika. Fuck, I can't say it, mate. Ben Mellon yeah, was a boy. Ended up paying eight bucks. Um, one yeah, buck, yeah. Half, a length, half a length or something. Uh, did you have a couple of bucks on? I didn't. And so it basically turns out the best winner I tipped on the card was a two-year-old unraced, untried, <laughs> where I said, just back the Godolphin. It was basically a dart throw. They're the good stuff. Well, you can take that. Um, we talked about, I mentioned Visionari to you and you sort of went the other way of the Garden. The Garden had a good run, I think, last start before that. Um, but it was going around at three bucks, drifted to seven. I think it still ran really well. If you watch the race, I think the top three were about 0.2 of a length over the line. You had no idea who came third or second or whatever. Visionari is pretty smart. Yeah, really good win. I haven't completely gone back and looked at the times and everything out of the meeting. Uh, my query on Visionari was first up over the 1,400 metres, which I didn't want to take to the shorts because of that, but that was a really good win. And looks like could go to a decent race later in the spring. The garden, you saw the betting drift and it was just like, yuck. But there'll be a better race. There'll be a better race for the garden later on as well. They might meet again. Yeah. I think that the one of the one of the ones you, you you backed a few ruffies or you tipped a few ruffies early on in the card to try and you throw your dick around, I think. Uh Celestia's, We gave we gave yeah. She's Lickety Split a good push. Yeah. And at the end of the day, just said was probably too short. And I said, I hope she gets beat so we can back her in the Oaks. Yeah. She won really impressively. And now is probably too short to back in the Oaks. I think, I think she was super impressive. I had her in a bunch of multis and stuff. I thought she was really good. I, I love Damien Lane. He's one of mine as well. He uh, is flying. He is bloody good. You like Celestial Spirit, which pretty much led 80% of the race. It looked like it might may help help hold on for a place or something, but around that 200 meter, Mike got a stitch, fell away. Did you make it in the yeah. other run? Nah, look, as I said, I haven't gone back and looked at the times and stuff yet, but the, on first face value, it would seem as though she did not see out the trip and will not go to the, to the Oaks. Yeah. But who knows? Crazy things have happened. Yeah. Uh, Race four, the other ruffie you tipped, I'm pretty sure She's All Class would have been at least 18, 21 bucks or something when tipped on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, no scratchings either. So 
got backed into about 10 bucks and was enormous. Lost by less than a length, came third. You're getting 360, four bucks or whatever it was for a place. Helped me out. I had it in a few things for a place, but it was beaten by a pretty smart excelled here. Um, the Hayes boys have it, but what did you think? I thought she's all class was enormous beating, beating yeah. the likes of pride of Jenny, which went around as fave. Yeah. She's on, she's all class was great with good run. And, um, exceed Excelida. Yeah. Um, we said it had been racing in stronger races. So it was kind of back in class, but good win. You've got to give credit there for sure. Giga kick did get the, um, <laughs> Just. The cash. So yeah. there's another one I tipped, even though, and we said we're going to start shorter. We tipped it at about two dollars. Ended up getting into about a dollar eighty. I did say I wasn't a bonus notches fan, and I dropped my balls when I bonus notches lunged and almost got there. I was yeah. at Ramwick, and we we're watching it up on the big screen in this big, like punter's degenerate function, and. Yeah, I almost fell off my seat, but got there. So that's the main thing. Not just was good. Only just yeah, got there. Like yeah, that photo, really you could you could tell that Giga Kick got the got the bob, but it was a lot uh, fucking tighter than I wanted it to be. Um, Viewing that spacewalk came out of that race because that yeah, kind of would have changed a little bit. But um, Bart Cummings, we didn't really have too much of an opinion. I think we mentioned Desert Icon could probably go around again and win, but Luna Flair was enormous. Um, Francesco Guardi for a roughie. Bloody good. Bloody good. 17s, I think. But like I said, the 2,500 aren't my huge ones, but something like the Turnbull, Smoking Romans. Isn't that blowing? Yeah. What's doing? The hell? What's going on? Uh, we said it was really good last start, and it was hard to know because of the, the track, and we wanted yeah. to include it. But uh, yeah, it, it was really impressive. And it would now come up as the Caulfield Cup favourite and the one to beat. Although I think you'll see a lot of those out of the Turnbull, go to the Corfu Cup and be a lot better. Um, Dewis included. I'm not ready yeah. to completely pen Dewis. Same as Young, Werther, Gold Trip. Not much of it. I've got to see it. I've got to see it before we invest there now. Gil Guy Stakes, Private Eye. Uh, didn't give it much hope, to be honest. Last week, it's since won very convincingly, two and a half lengths and... 20 minutes ago or half an hour ago, got named for the Everest. So a bit of egg on our face a little bit there. You were balls deep, serious suspect. Thought it would be up there and possibly run a hole. Um, what did you make of Private Eye? Fucking, it surprised a hell of a lot of me. Josh Parr aboard. Yeah, nah, really good win. Uh, I wasn't sure how it had handled the straight. Thought they might have been a bit too sharp, but um, mate, as I said, I'm looking forward to going back and looking at the times and seeing if it was as good, you know, statistically or, or time-wise sectionally as it looked on the eye because it looked like a really good win. Trying to see the last 600, 33.70. Yeah, not bad. Um, last race, we didn't really have a look at Mr. Maestro one favourite, Damien Lane again for a change. So isn't he flying? He's doing bloody well too. You, are just, around- you just know he's going to put him in the right spot. He just gets it. He's definitely he's definitely killing it at the moment. You were at Randwick on the weekend. Didn't know you were there. Um, how'd that go? I think there were some good winners there. Lost and running was um, bloody impressive. And like we said last week, Timmy Clark on the podcast said, if any horse was to beat Nature Strip, he thinks lost and running is a great chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And probably, I assume, comes up second favourite in the Everest now. It's, has um, been second favourite for a little bit, I think. 
Yeah. Ramwick was great. I was in a, a lot, an ATC punters lunch. You get, as a table, you get $2,000 to bet with. Anything your table makes over $2,000, you keep in cash. And then there's a $10,000 prize for the winner. We Our table was leading all day, like from race. It starts in race three. From race three to the last, we were in front all day, got pipped, got nosed out in the last race, ended up coming third, which we were stoked with. But it was an epic day. It was great. We found winners and, yeah, it was awesome. We uh, carried on a bit afterwards too. I did that a few years ago. We came second. It was um, fucking annoying. I think when you look at Randwick, there was quite that's a few... That's the obvious- difference. See, that just highlights the difference between us. I'm saying how pumped I was and how what a good day I had when I came third. You come second and you're whinging, throwing rocks at yeah, the Yeah, but you had, you had winners throughout the day. I remember the day I had and I had shockers, but... I think, especially on the weekend, I was super keen Montefilia. Um, obviously, didn't handle it or something happened because shouldn't have lost the way it did. Cascadian, which has always been my nemesis, came out and gotcha. Um, Fireburn was what I had in the overs. I think I told you I had it going for like at $8, goes around at 2 bucks and fucking J-Mac just taking a piss on the weekend, to be honest. But and Ellsberg, hey, that's, life. That's, that's why we punt. That's why the winds are so good as well. Montefilia, I'm not sure if it got, it did drift, but was it just getting back out to where it opened or yeah, Cascadian, there was a good push for it. Everyone was getting away from Montefilia at the track. Um, I hate that race, 2000, 2000 meters for a million bucks. Yeah. It just, it shouldn't be there. It's those horses should be somewhere else in the Turnbull or, or this week. Um, yeah. It's silly. The I, Yeah. I still we, haven't. We, got... I mean, I could sit here and rant about how a national approach to scheduling, especially this time of year, would benefit all parties, but uh, it's yeah, probably kept for another somewhere else, another yeah. platform. No one wants to hear me just talk that shit. We should get someone on for you, mate, and you can have a little little debate with them or something. We can organize that. I remember I messaged. Do I have you... to be polite though? No, no. It, yeah, has, to be, it has to be crude. Yeah, um, perfect. Where do I sign? I think I think the one I think I sent to you on the weekend, but I needed I had a bunch of different multis going. I was flying. I had like I put your she's all class in a few of them. That was like 380 for a place and stuff. And I had Bacchanalia in the last to win. J Mac killing it all day, going around at 250. I had it at fours or whatever for six thousand. And every single man and his dog was on back in and no one thought the remark can handle the heavy going yeah i had one saver of a multi had it in there for, to place for about 20 percent of what the possible could have been but fuck, it was a pile if it won anyway no one wants to hear bad beats but you're not alone if you're listening and you have bad beats as do we we have them all the time so you're not alone there this week caulfield mates um actually before that who gets the last lot of the everest at the moment, we have one to go. It is Godolphin. Can we see Kementari? I would love, love to see Kementari at the slot. I just kind of assumed the whole way along it was going to be in secret. However, I don't know why they haven't announced that yet. Like, I don't think I don't think it's going to be in secret. What? Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Then Kementari makes sense, or Paul Ailey if it wins, or ingratiating whoever runs the better out of the two of them at Caulfield this week if they want the quick backup. It's got to be Polelli or Kementari, right? Because in secret, whatever, every market has doubtful in brackets. So they'll obviously know something. So it doesn't yeah. look like that's going to be picked. But God, Kemen, imagine Kementari going around in an Everest. Doesn't mind a bit of the heavy going. I assume we're going to be on a shitty track next week. I don't know. It's exciting stuff, though. You can see Nature Strip is sitting does, there. Is it, though? It, it, it's not exciting because 
whoever they pick can't compete. Well, uh, you going to knock Kementari? Well, yeah, there's, there's meant to be all this tempo with everyone running for second. I don't think there's going to be as much tempo as everyone thinks there is, especially with Snapdancer out because they're all running for second and the prize money's so good. Yeah. But no, yeah. Are we here to talk about the Everest? We can we can do an Everest pod if you want. <laughs> well, I think we'll have to do. We'll get you because, on next week to do a big Everest well, next week. I, I'll save you the time. The whole since last year's Everest, I've been saying tempo is going to be massive. I'm going to back Mars Crusader as a backmarking flea. Get the cash. I'm naturally pretty much unbeatable. I don't want to take the price. Canon lost and running as a horse. Probably not suited here. Think second is really important for Lost and Running because it'll try and win this the sports bet sprint series. Private Eye uh, isn't going to win. Um, I tell you that much. So Mazu, Eduardo, Digger nah. Kick, Nah, Digger nah. Kick comes last or about bottom three. I think, and I'll take that bet. The no, I don't know. Maybe next week, ask me. But. I thought, I mean, we all know that Mars Crusader loves a bit of a good track and all that sort of stuff, but the way it ran on the weekend flew for whatever it came, second or third. The only two horses I've backed for the Everest are Mars Crusader and Jackano at decent odds. So we'll see. Um, but Is we it ever going to stop running? I, I just, I, I struggle. I don't like heavy tracks. It's one of my, it's my nemesis. It's my punting nemesis is heavy tracks. So Heavy tracks I, and distance races for me. Um, I don't know. stop running? I just got a message from Brad Gray then because he I asked him if he would have recorded form Ooh, line. Name today. dropping on the pod. There we go. <laughs> well, there you go. But he would have a bit of an. He said that because you know they they might have like a bit of insight. Are there other other main races going to run beginning of the day? Are they going to try and get rid of you know the Silver Eagle and that stuff and brush the highway and move them around or something? Who knows? But we're going to have like fifty mils on the day and then raining straight through. So. I don't know. Res- I don't want to respectfully, rage. Respectfully to Brad, I don't think he'd have any idea what they're going to do. It'll be whatever Volandis thinks is the best idea when he wakes up Saturday morning. But I mean, they're going to have, and he wouldn't want a, a shit show of Everest, right? So they're going to have a 10 race card, sloppy mud, whatever, and then hope to God in a couple of days that the track's going all right. But anyway. This meeting shouldn't be there as well. It should be at Rose Hill. Yeah, who fixed. knows? And the, yeah. Golden Eagle, the Silver Eagle should be worth... 400,000 odd million and maybe the, the Epsom would have been better for another pod <laughs> um, don't ask me the question if you don't want me to answer dumb questions like that like because it annoys me and I'm with no, you I, but it, it, all these problems you just mentioned are all averted if, yeah. if they just someone but you're very right it, it all no one can know what's going on unless Will Andy's wakes up in the morning and makes his decision so anyway um the debutante stakes kicks off things at Caulfield. Another one where we have pretty much no idea. There's a couple of had a trials and stuff. And obviously King's Gambit had a trial in Sydney. Not sure how much you've even bothered having a look at these thousand meter dash, but going off market wise, the only thing that's had a couple of bucks for it is Camilla. Damien Lane for a change has hard that's quote 10 bucks into fives. Well, I wanted to back Camilla. It was originally nommed for one of the two odd races last week at Ramwick and it was $17 and I was keen on it then turned up Saturday morning and it was scratched. I'd probably like a better price than fiability if I'm going to get involved, which I will not be. was 10. Brutal. Uh, Mate, race two. two old, if you're not even, most of them haven't had a trial for the market. Don't, don't bet on that is my advice. 
when you got those free bets, betting with Tab in the morning, you just have to have those bets, right? Yeah, I don't get them, so there you go. Ah, uh, here you go. Throw your dick around. Oh, I've been banned from every bookie. <laughs> is that that? Purple Sector, for whatever reason, is a black hooker in my thing, and it's run second last two starts. Um, Old Flames going around in the fave in the weekend. Hustler, 1,400 metres. Jamie Carr aboard. Very nice. 392.80. Cardinal Gems there. Purple Sector, Blake Shin, six bucks. Anything that else has had any coin for it is a no. Pretty much Old Flame has been pounded uh, since its last two runs at Rose Hill, a winner and a second. There's some good, some like plenty of horses coming off some like decent winter form and like early spring form here. Um, Acer and Open Minded coming out of stronger races. And this is, there's, there's plenty of speed on paper. Uh, with Morvado and Imperial Lad, who both like to go forward. But I really found myself trying to find something to beat Old Flame, and I couldn't. <laughs> he maps perfectly, especially if that speed is there, gets car, only knock is the price, which is a bit short than I like to get involved with. I reckon Cardinal Gem is a wet tracking, backmarking flea. What about so, Jimmy the Bear? Jimmy the Bear's yeah. gonna had a couple of trials, obviously. First up, up fourteen hundred meters. Yeah. Ten. <laughs> not yours. Honestly, I reckon Old Flame. Old Flame was one of my better bets of the day. I'm not sure what the betting's done. There was three dollars around. Three ninety it was. Three ninety opened yesterday and into two eighty now. Yeah, right. Take the three dollars if you can find it. And... If you can take three bucks, take old flame. Race three is what do we got? We got this is good stuff when you see uh six dollars the field. Double favorites in English Riviera, which is one we talked about maybe two weeks mm. ago when we thought yeah, it would just win. Um ended up running a place. But Kin as well is uh, equal favorite with it. Good open runner, Jamie Carr aboard, both at six bucks. We got Troach. Yeah, most people will know Troach had a good win. Rose Hill, maybe four starts ago, then one at Mooney Valley, had a second at Mooney Valley. It's a bloody good horse. It's in good form. It's 8.50. And then we go double figures for a lot of the others. Nothing else has been backed. $6 the field here, mate. Um, do you give any love to Troach? It was really good the other day at Mooney Valley. Um, so. Got beaten by Queen of the Ball, who's in the Scalacci later on at this meeting. I guess the map is the only query here. Probably gets too far back and wide. Not really sure what. Barrier 14. Oh, I mean, no, it likes to go forward, but 14 is going to have to do some work from out there, maybe face the breeze, mm. which is can be a danger, especially in the decent-sized field. Um, Nanagoo, Nanagui, Nanagui. Look again. Run It'll yours. be suited by that pace, and the price is really interesting. Nine bucks. Uh, Lady Laguna is a nice filly. And English Riviera was meant to lead when we tipped it at the Valley last start. Is adaptable, though, and I reckon is really suited here. Would be keen on a little extra juice on the price because this is a decent race. But then went through a few of the others here, and, and they're just not as good, I don't think. So, Have you got any – do you know anything about that Cess McGee, Jordan Childs aboard? It, it's only had like two starts, but a couple of bucks for it. Graham Begg, second at Flemington, first at Pakenham. Obviously, it's stepping up in class, but... Yeah, going to be caught back, which... Uh, and then inside. So, just would need a bit to go its way, mm. I'd imagine. Uh, like, how's it how's it turned the tables on Nanagui, which yeah. gets a much better run here? 
We Nessie's the one that maps well, gets J-Mac, had a really good win at Mornington. The 1,200 metres is is the only question, but it uh, was strong to, through the line. Yeah. Price is I, good. I, I'm as well. with English, English Riviera to beat We Nessie. As, it was the two that I was looking at. And I'm a Nanagui fan, so we'll probably include that. There's my, there's my exactto. That's TG, box exacta. So Riviera on top? Riviera's on top for me, yeah. Okay. All right. Race four, the Village Stakes. Another one where we've got double favourites. Gravina. Uh, I think it's a pretty good bet. Gravina, Blake Shins aboard. It's five bucks. Barrier seven. Zethus going around as well. Another Cummings horse. Jamie Carr aboard. 650 into five. And then we got Prince of Boom. So a friend of the podcast um, has a share in this. And it's had just no luck down in Melbourne. Um, Who? One of the boys has a share that listens How to the good. podcast all the time. Ash. Can we get a lead from him? Sorry? Can we get a lead from him? How's the horse going? Give us some stable mail. I can get a bit. I'll get I'll get something by the time this podcast is finished. I'll come back to it. Um, but that's nine bucks. That's had no luck, to be honest. Mooney Valley and Caulfield, it did really well in the Queensland. But anyway, gets Damien Lane aboard. Uh, triple Missile, Curran, a bunch of these other ones, not really any coin for them. Maybe Amish boys had a couple of bucks, but that's probably just because of J-Mac. Who knows? Uh are you with Gravina? Oh, I think Gravina's a pretty good bet, and I'll take the fives. I'm not with Gravina, but what I am with is being against the other Godolphin horse in Zethus, which is around Zethus, the same yeah. price. And I was happy to lay the Jamie Carr-ridden Zethus. I, yeah, no knock on Gravina. Uh, I just, the $5 was too short to me in this field where it kind of looks like anything could happen. I was going to take a flyer on Pintoff just because I think gets back on the dry, which will really suit and is a really nice price. He did say, he already, I missed this, Prince of, Boom, Prince of Boom, Juicy Odds, we smashed Zethus favourite or equal favourite by five lengths in the Gold Coast Guineas. Um, it's being tipped on, yeah, I don't know. Could be a chance. I think it's a good race, this one. There's a couple of really good, this is a cracking meeting. It's, gonna, Matt, it's, you only it's, need to tip one or two winners and you're going to have a profitable day. It's a great meeting. It's like, I know the Everest is next week, but all eyes kind of turn to Melbourne and this is like the best kickoff. Uh, Caulfield Cup meeting next week is a good meeting, but it's not as deep. It's, it's almost like if you picture Melbourne Cup day, but then Derby days beforehand, this is like the Derby day for Caulfield in my eyes anyways. This, this, every race is just, there's, there's something exciting. There's a good storyline in every race. I still remember last year at Everest day and then watching um incentivize just take the piss and win it was one of the fucking most outstanding wins i've seen from that barrier um yeah. saracen knight is going around um really good win mornington two weeks ago ish uh smash six bucks in the 390 uh jamie cars aboard it was really good win desert icon was when did it go around uh mooney valley maybe two valley, weeks ago yeah. um good persons there regal lion a misery uh, point in opinion, couple of bucks for it. It's been back to 13s into nines. Nothing else has been backed except Saracen Knight. Regal Lion, couple of bucks. Blake McDougall's one of the greats down there as well, riding for Annabelle. Where'd you land? Saracen Knight has been racing really well. Is in like it's in really good form. Gets Jamie Carr like suited here. I just I just found it too short. I thought yeah. there was we you just mentioned like five or six horses that have a really good chance here. I was with Persan on top. We yeah. our, our boy Damien Lane is yeah. the most consistent jock at the moment. 
I reckon if you're an absolute sicko, which I am. Yeah, which I am. I want to... I just had five bucks today on Good Idea, which has been racing in these distance races for like a couple of seasons. Does $5 mean $50? No, no, it's 120 to 1. It's 150 to 1, actually. 60 is out to 150. Yeah, there you go. So, look... (laughs) My, my top pick in the race is Persan, but I've had a few dollars on Good Idea just because I'm a sicko. But yeah, look, Saracen Knight, obviously the one to beat. I, I just thought too short to get overly involved in. So races like this, especially over the 2,400 metres, it's just, I just like, I want to find something that's going to make it, unless I'm really keen on something or something's been set for it. Like these guys, most of them are going to look to get a Caulfield Cup mm. berth. I just... Be nice. It'd be nice getting about 150 to one, just like the days when you got a bit of 200s or whatever you got for Lasketti Spirit. It's that's the a, best day of my life. Still, that's that's another that's a story for another time. It's a story for another day. Sometimes I, when I have a bad day, I just go back and watch that. Just tipping that, fucking you and your mates getting on that. I love it. Um, the Scalacci. So. 1,100 metres are the best. We've got Paul Lely going around as favourite. Who knows? I don't know. They might make a decision after this race. Don't know about Everest. But um, Paul Lely's going around at 270. Zoo style was bloody good. That was good. Came around a good place. Ran a good third last start. Um, where Cool and Gutter somehow won, which you know, found the front like we didn't think would happen. Queen of the ball, ingratiating, in the boat, has been known to do really well down in Melbourne. Blake McDougall. General Bo, this is a cracking race as well, mate. We even got old mate Shelby sixty six, which you know, not the same, but it's it's all it's raining sideways in Sydney, and Shelby goes to Melbourne, yeah, where it's where you, they're going to race on a good track. We reckon what's doing that? What's doing Danny Williams? Um, it is a great race. Um, Paul Ellie was disappointed in the Moya and will be hard to beat. But can you take two dollars sixty? No, that, that's kind of that's the implied probability that it wins thirty five percent of the time, and in this field, does it? Like, I don't think so. So that's not going to be a bet for me. It's going to be stuck away in the coffin. I know it's got J-Mac, but wind's going to be upcoming. Like, I, I, I can see you probably back is just going backwards, left, right, not getting a run. I don't want to take 260. It'll make, it, make me, it makes me feel sick thinking about it, honestly. <laughs> Queen, Queen of the ball we mentioned earlier, killed us at the Valley when it led. Probably has to try and lead here, which I don't think is a good thing at, Caulfield plus against the Philly against the older boys is just not something I like. Ingratiating is interesting. Just the odd horse out on the map. It's kind of where's it going to sit, especially with the tempo. Zara can get a bit muddly when he tries to change pace. I Who reckon and it, Queen of the Ball probably. I think it has to. Oxley Road will probably push up as well though. In the boat? Zoo style? Look, yeah, there's plenty of speed. Hey, look, it hurts me to say this, and don't tell Alex Nolan, but I think Zustal will win because I hate Queenslanders. So wow. that's why I don't want to tell him. But I'm, I'm real keen on Zustal here. Right, we won't say that. We won't even mention it anymore. Zustal to win. Um, Might and Power. This is one of the cracking races. And look, it's, it's weird you say that when there's eight in the race, but this is a cracking race. All right. We got 2,000 metres. Animo, Zaki, I'm Thunderstruck, Alligator Blood, Mawanga, Mr. Brightside, Benno, and Nonconformist. We have Animo going around, which who knows? It has the chance to maybe go throughout spring undefeated. It could go here, win. Could go Cox, win. And that'll be one of the great fucking tales if that happens. Zaki, 
we know it's a star. We know he can do things, but not sure. I'm Thunderstruck. I think Mick Price and that were a bit iffy on the way it was ridden um, last start and just got too far back and wasn't going to catch the likes of our boy Alligator Blood. But, and fucking Moanga flew for second, was enormous. So I have no idea. I don't, I, I probably wouldn't be tipping Animo, but then I don't know where I'm going on top. So that's your job. Please find this one. You found Alligator Blood last time at eights. Do it again. I would almost. You mentioned Animo and the story of it, of like going undefeated to the spring and going to the Cox Plate. I almost, if it wins, like I hope, I'm against Animo, okay? If it wins, you'd I, like it to win the Cox. If it wins, I hope it goes on. Yeah. And I think it's going to, look, I'm against him and I think he gets beat. Gets And you're not going to, how can you take $2.20 in this field? Like, it's crazy. I hope he gets beat and then maybe we get a better price on grand final day, which is Cox Plate. Yeah. Look, you mentioned Zaki, a lot to take out of his run in the Underwood and fancy Cox Plate. He could be my Cox Plate horse again, but I just don't like this setup. I think yeah. probably has to, has to land outside the lead, slowish pace. Alligator Blood, where you mentioned as well, did us proudly in the Underwood, got us home at a decent price. Stronger field here, more pressure, wider rally, has to do more work. And then we're asked to take a worse price than we did that day. Yeah, Mr. Brightside, two thousand meters, not its go. Well, I'm with I'm I'm I've flipped and gone back to I'm Thunderstruck because <laughs> it's got all the ticks, the maps, the distance, the track, the pace, and it's six dollars fifty, not two dollars twenty, as it was in the Underwood. Yeah, I, I I just can't understand that. It's a bit of a forgive in the Underwood, I reckon, even though it was it was backed into what equal favorite or give or take same same. Yeah, massive forgive for me. Benno's the interesting one. Blinker's first time. The further, the better. Our boy, Damian Lane. Um, love to see it run well. And then on the quick back up to the Corfu Cup. As do you a, remember the a last start? Sneaky lightweight chance. You watched yeah, the of course last I do. Start. I backed it last start. I stood it out in the quaddy and it got beat. Give you headaches watching it last start, but back to last and flying for second. It was enormous and just a typical pike ride, to be honest with, the, with, with that. But all right, I'm Thunderstruck. Six bucks. Pick your trifecta Team, in order. Trifecta in order. Oh, you want me to give you a trifecta in order? I'll yep. go. I'm thunderstruck to beat Zaki to beat Benno. <laughs> Fuck, be nice. All right, race of the day for me. We're up to the Caulfield Guineas, and I'm very eight. impressed. We've got this far, and you haven't mentioned your futures multi that you have riding on this race, Zachary Dunbridge. Take it away, and please indulge us all, even though you've mentioned it 45 times. All right, shall we start with the fake favourite in Golden Mile, going around at 350 into 270, J-Mac board. We go to Berkeley Square or Barkley Square. Uh, five bucks, in from six. Tijuana is actually a really good horse from the Hay Stable. It was a great win. Uh, probably last start, I think it was, at the Valley. That was really good. Amendable. I've heard a few yarns for this horse, even though it's on the drift. And I'm just going to leave all of the others. As I go back to Berkeley or Barkley Square, Dan O'Sullivan looking for his first group one. And I'm looking for my best uh, multi of all time for this thing to salute. So for anyone that's listening, that I haven't said it a hundred times. Strip to win the shorts. Animo to win the whatever it was, George Main. Jack and O to place in the Golden Rose, which would have been fantastic if I had it to win and then swap these around and had Berkeley <laughs> fucking place. Uh, but I had Berkeley to win here for, I think the multi was paying 130 to one and have a bit on it. So 
What do you, mate? What do you reckon? Where have you landed? And please say it's number two from Barrier 7 with Mr. Williams aboard. I think Berkeley Square will be very hard to beat. Thank you, mate. He's drawn well. You're not just saying that. No, he's drawn well. He's going to map to get the tempo advantage as it looks like there'll be some speed on. Deserves to be in the market. He can win. I'm just not personally now that I'm not having it going for the same price as you do. I don't know if I'm willing to take $5. Um, Golden Mile deserves to be the favourite, I think. I I disagree with you when you say fake fake favourite. He's very tractable and it can kind of do it all. He'll probably sit just off the speed here. Got the best jock in Australia. Can you tell me why? Can you, if in, you, you know form a lot better than me. And if I'm going to ask you this question, last start where Jack and O won, Golden Mile, it didn't seem like it could handle 16. And obviously he's going 14 to 16. He was up on pace, fell away in the last, let's say, 50 metres or whatever. Do you think it can has got got that extra two hundred in it to be a two seventy favorite? Well, my next line was going to be the 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 query is if he gets a mile. Yeah. If he does, he's got everything else in his favor to win the race. How I I don't. It's three dollars. It's a short price to find out when there's a lot in this field. I know you dismissed half of them, but they're lightly raced. A lot of them are bred better to get the mile. Uh, and a lot of them have shown a lot that they will get the mile. Bank Ma was keen to get back, but it'll hit the line for Jettison. Also, Penko yeah. ran out of that aft cabin race that was was underwater when it was raining sideways. It'll be yeah. it'll be better suited here. Way better. Uh, yeah, there's a lot going on here. It's it's an awesome race for me. Sitting here now, I'll probably have you know some box trifectas with. I can tell you the numbers if you actually care. Go for it, mate. Give me box up five. 15, the fortune teller. Nine, Osipenko. Five, Bank Mauer. Bank Moore. Six, Fajita <laughs> San. And two, Berkeley Square. So you left out Golden Mile. I will be because I, I'm, I want to get a decent collect. And... The price seems wrong to me. I don't want to take that price to find out if this horse can run 1,600 metres, which I don't know. It it, it might be able to, and I might look like an idiot, which which is completely fine because I'm not losing much to find that out. Yeah. Well, like you said, if you box trifecta, what did you just box? Six, uh, five, five, 60 bucks, 100%. And then if you want to do something, you can stand out golden mile in case you got it completely wrong and chuck it. I tell you this. I tell you this for your for, for just just for you. Everyone else can stop listening for thirty seconds. <laughs> you are going to have a very exciting for like last forty seconds of the race where Berkeley Square will be hitting the line. Yeah, I think he'll be flying late, and whether he gets there, but I think the I think what gives me confidence is last start where held up completely in all sorts, and that last hundred fifty meters or whatever found a gap and got there and won by a half a length or whatever. So. Like you said, hitting the line, whether it's in front or top three, I think it is a top three chance. So fingers crossed, it'll be a, it'll be a cracker. All right, the two rack. I wish My I only win. concern with what you were saying just then was, well, well no, the concern is it, it got the tempo help to be able to do that last start. And, and there's no reason to say that it wouldn't get that here as well. So yeah, I'm with you. Um, the two rack, I wish I win is going around. This is a good horse. Uh, what is it? One, two in a row. Caulfield Sandown, I think it was. 
going around again, 260 favorite short. Tuvalu is a horse I've always liked. Um, Mr. Fry aboard at eight bucks, second up. Gentleman Roy, um, another one of mine um, for the Hayes boys. These boys are killing it. This is nine bucks. We got pinstriped. Fuck, it's not bad. Uncle Bryn, character. Seeing if anything else has been backed, not particularly. But this has got some cracking cracking horses as well. Uncle Bryn, such Kinsley, a good race. military it's, expert. It's so excited going for it, honestly. Before you even start, are you with the favourite? The favourite's military expert? No, the favourite's I Wish I Win at 260. Oh, I love this horse. And I want to... I've, I've tried to find a reason to not be. And I've I will bet around it. Because, again, I think it's too short. It's just I don't want to get involved when there's so much quality at $2.70 yep. for I Wish I Win. The question is the mile, but it did it in New Zealand. But it gets it gets every – every so, like, that's not a question, really. It's answered it. Um, and gets everything suited again. I just I, – I, fi- I find myself when they're that short in these really good races – if I want to back a $2 thing, I can find a $2 shot or a $3 shot during the midweeks that's a yeah. better chance of winning than these really good races. That it's Half of them's grand final. They're the best horses in Australia. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's my thinking there. So I think Tuvalu probably hands up. And I, I agree. You mentioned him. I love this guy. I just want to see him at Flemington on the bigger track. I reckon he's got a major in him. Je- uh, Gentleman Roy got away with that slow pace at Sandown, which he won't be able to do here. But I... I really love this guy. I, I really hope Gentleman Roy would, goes onto the Cox Plate, which I don't know, I have no idea what they're thinking. or It's probably not up to that, but it'd be cool to see it there. Yeah. Military expert could be the one to beat. It's suited, like, it, get, it gets all the same positives that I wish I win has, but is $13, not $3. So military expert, to come second to... Uh... Gentleman Roy Lustart, I think it did, didn't it? it ran the same yeah, yeah, race. it did, yeah, yeah, and and had a much tougher run and beat Uncle Bryn the start before, and so and so you've landed on Uncle Bryn, which is who I've got on top here, only it's horse right. in this field dropping back from two thousand, yeah, uh, we into a fast run mile, good price, I think it might even back up next week in the Caulfield Cup, and I've got it on top, but look, the, again, I'll be probably play some exotics, include military expert, pinstriped. Buffalo River is one we haven't mentioned. Dallas Sun gets back on the dry and the mile definitely suits. Just of course, I've won that map. group one the other week. And I'll, you've got to include I Wish I Win. Fucking hell. Anyone you don't want to include. If we're boxing up what? five, mate, box up I've five. i just given boom. you five. I just Box. gave you five. Uncle Bryn, military yeah. expert, pinstriped, Buffalo River, I Wish I Win. I, I left that Dallas Sun. Tough race. But I've got. I'm telling you, I've got Uncle Bryn on top. That's that's my top selection. Who I'll be backing to win the race. Okay, Uncle Bryn, 26 into 16. If a busted and young, we've got 10 races this time, and we go around with Zapateo, D Oliver in the last. Uh, the Plume Stakes, two dollars forty. We've got Tura, D Lane, seven fifty on a little bit of a drift. Another award, nine straight out of fourteen bucks. It's good seeing J-Mac on a bunch of ruffies down there. It's so unusual. Yeah. I'm so used it's to seeing it. It's Every time I do a Sydney podcast, I do the fixed odds at the top, and it's just J-Mac every time. Here, numerous times, he's $16, $17 win, um, horses. Look, Zapateo is $240, and pretty much nothing has been backed. We go straight out one horse, or we got Tura and another award, and then everything is out to 14 bucks plus. No idea. Zuz, fuck, Zuzarella. I haven't seen that horse. Um, what do you reckon? 
I didn't want to get too fancy here. So yeah. Zabatero is the best horse in the race. I figure Stand it's out. a bit like I wish I win the other day uh, or Berkeley Square last start. It's like you back it in the last and you just kind of let it. You're just like, okay, fuck it. I don't want to, I don't want to know anything. I don't want to see the race. I don't care how it happens. Don't draw me a picture. I just want Zapatero to win, and that's what I'm going to do. I'm a fucking idiot. I hate myself for it, but that's just, that's it. One to keep your eye on, not to not at Corfu here, but is Turath, the mare at the top. Yeah. She'll get over to a mile at Flemington in a mare's race over the carnival there and be hard to beat. Good horse. I think when you say that, you just go balls deep in the last, stand it out in the quaddy, put it in multis. It's similar to what we did with I Wish I Win, I think, last start. Um, exactly. Yeah, it's it just beat. a heartbreaker that you just you're just waiting beat. for. Exactly. Beat it, Brett. Beat Anson. All right, that is ten of the best from Caulfield. Have you got anything that you'd like to include from Ramwick on a heavy fifteen? No, nah, I haven't even looked. Uh, so I was flat chat getting this meeting done. Uh, Friday is usually my big form day, but I'm rushing it forward to try and help you out, and go. I haven't even looked at it yet. Just One thing I'll mention is taking yours that can swim. Back to Mr. Mozart for the Golden Eagle, maybe. Yeah, one of mine. Last week, I backed it for the Golden Eagle at 26s. It's going around this weekend in the silver if it goes around. It's a favourite. It's drawn 18, though, so I'm not sure. But I think it's already into 10 bucks or something for the Golden Eagle. I think it's a bloody good horse. Um, Waterford is something else that a lot of people like as well for... Um, on Waterford in the Golden Eagle, I think he might get beat here. I'd be surprised if they even run it. Honestly, I yeah. don't. I think they're going to cuddle it together. Yeah, I can't see it happening. All right, what are we making our best at Caulfield? Are we doing a little bet? I think Thunderstruck. Style, on Thunderstruck, I was close to making my best. So Zoo and the price is just—it's a. It's I just the, as we mentioned, I'm not going to go into my Thunderstruck spiel again. It could be my best. I think Zoo Style is my best, the bet of the day. Okay, so Zoo Style win, Thunderstruck at place. Yep. Let's add. Obviously, add where to win. I'm not in, going to put Burke. I'm not putting the square in just to mock. Add myself. in Old Flame if you want to add something else in. In the I was second. Gonna, I was going to add in Uncle Bryn for a place. Yeah, you can do that. You can do whatever you want. I'll be adding in Old Flame. <laughs> Okay, fuck no, old flame as well. Jeez, it's going to be a pretty decent multi then, mate. What Ooh, else? What Uncle get... Bryn. Uncle Bryn's a roughie. Uncle Bryn, you're getting 440 for a place. Same thing as what we did with She's All Class last week. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Zoo style win, Thunderstruck place, Bryn place, old flame win, 110 to one. <laughs> <laughs> Worth 10 bucks. Worth 10 yeah, bucks. Get yourself a thousand. Or eleven hundred. Sling me some when it wins. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Actually, someone—I'll keep them anonymous. They actually reached out to me for Kohai's bank details because they had an absolute fill up on some of Kohai's. Dead set. Yeah. What a fucking legend that person is, and I agree with that. I'm Kohai sure. is, you know him, man. You know and... him. You know him too as well. I'm not sure if he actually ended up doing it. I have to ask Kohai. But can you tell me later? Yeah. I will tell you once we've stopped recording. Um, he had an absolute fill up on one of Kohai, a couple of his bets, or he landed a mate. That yeah. article, I I hang on the Facebook page Saturday morning, hit refresh just to read it. It's so well written, I love it. So for anyone that doesn't know what I'm talking about, join the Facebook group. Just search "Give Us a Spell" podcast or whatever. Kohai, who normally does the Sydney podcast, he writes dead set and novel about Saturday racing. It's not all form. It's what he thinks about the meeting, the day, the history, 
couple and of horses and finishes it with a verdict and English second language. Let's not forget he's Japanese. So he's actually writing very well. What you can do is you if you find things that you like to back or find things that you're looking for, he'll give the horses the main chances of spiel. And then you just match it up with what you like. And then yeah. bang, you'll, you'll end up with two or three bets instead of nine if you don't want to have nine. And bogs your ankle. I think a great the- way to punt. Whatever he tipped a week or two ago, whatever, at 10s in the first, all of a sudden everyone's like had 50 on this thing in the first and he just kicked off people to 500 bucks in the How first good. race, which is, um, yeah, it's good stuff. Have a look at that. That's generally each week the Coe's been doing that. And like I said, it's fucking well-written for someone that's um, not completely well-versed in English. Yeah, I'll, I'll send through, oh, he's, he speaks amazing English. I'll, spend, I'll send through my notes. It's fucking gibberish. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, we've got someone that's... um bilingual and you got chris that's struggling to turn on zoom but anyway yeah but i'm here mate Tim we winners for the third week in a row <laughs> all right what are you doing this weekend mate staying dry i've actually got no plans i was gonna go out to the track again i usually try and get out there during you going every day but yep definitely yeah i'll be there every day i think quite a few people listeners are going there every day so reach out we'll be um but- this Saturday, I'm going to try and find a warm, dry pub somewhere, I think, and watch this Corfu Guineas meeting. Paul Stain. Yeah. yeah. For a change. All right. Anyone's at the Manly, pop into the Stain Saturday afternoon. You will see Chris. Otherwise, we'll be at the Everest meeting next weekend. Um, all the best, mate. Fingers crossed we get some winners. And Corfu Cup next week. Let's not forget the Melbourne meeting. 150-year-old race. Yeah. yeah. As opposed to the one that's worth $500 million. If you haven't listened to it, listen to Dylan Gibbons. We spoke to him last night. Absolute champion of a kid. Speaks well beyond his years for a 22-year-old. He is fucking so mature. Um, legend. All right. Thanks, mate.